Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsessions. Once again, being recorded at Nutmeg with our engineer, Frank Verderosa. And our guest is, uh, is a guy who followed me around... <laughs> Like like a perverted stalker, uh, the filmmaker Neil Berkeley. Neil, welcome to the show. Colossal obsessions. Uh, thanks for having me. I, I get my own uh, Gilbert Gottfried introduction. Yeah, it's, a, it's such yes, a you do thing in the entertainment world. <laughs> yes, you do. Now, now you, I, I I think I'm familiar with one film you did called Gilbert. <laughs> Yes, and he made a yeah. documentary about me that will open yep. November third, and then in New York, and then in L.A. November tenth uh, through L.A. and uh, selected theaters. Well, Darren Neal have got you trained. You're gonna, you know, the uh, dates. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I actually said your name. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you for that. Yeah, it's, it's and it's not even written yeah. on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Now tell now tell a story about how this came to be. This was uh, so you don't know this, but this is my third movie. Um, I know, I, I know made. about your yeah. other movies. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them. Yeah, so I've made this is my third one. It was Harmon Town and the one about Wayne White. Yes, yeah, Beauty's Embarrassing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And um, after I finished Beauty's Embarrassing, there's a Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse through line in that, and I got real curious about what it's like to be a performer that is always uh, in character and always, you know, acting a certain way on stage. And just talking to my editor, we realized that Gilbert's one of those guys that still has a persona that everyone knows about, but knows nothing about his personal history. And I would talk about making this movie for about two years. I would tell everyone I'm going to do it, but I never tried to reach Gilbert, never tried to call his agent or his manager. It never really worked very hard to do it. I would just talk about it. And most people would roll their eyes or say that's a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, that's true. But uh, one day I was walking down 6th Avenue with this woman named Astra Dorf. And she said, so what's your next movie going to be about? And I said, it's going to be about Gilbert Gottfried. And she looked at me like I killed her dog. Like I thought she was angry, but she was in shock. And she said, that's crazy you said that to me because his wife is my best friend. And they live two blocks that way. And sure enough, I had lunch with Gilbert the next day, and he said, this you is paid? a terrible idea. Yeah, I paid. <laughs> yeah. Uh <-huh. laughs> That's how I got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he, he said, this is a horrible idea. I should be dead or cure polio. Uh, but then a year later, Darius said, just come out with your little camera, and maybe he won't notice. And so I, <laughs> maybe he won't notice. <laughs> I moved, he, You're in the yeah, living he did, room. He did notice, but uh, yeah, I moved to New York, and here we are. And, and I remember, yeah, you had said, it's always been my dream to make a Gilbert Gottfried documentary. And I yeah. said, you should set your dreams a lot higher. <laughs> and, oh, and the first time the elevator door opened and you were there. Yeah. So yeah. that was so in the beginning of the movie, you'll see the first time we see Gilbert is, is something he does every day. And it's the first what he did the first time I saw him. And the, the elevator doors opened and no one was home. And Dara didn't tell Gilbert I was coming over. So here I am with my camera and all my gear. And I said, uh, hi, I'm Neil. Uh, we met a year ago. Dara said I can make a movie about you. And he goes, oh, 
And I said, oh, yeah. Uh, did she tell you? And he goes, nope. And he turned around <laughs> and just walked away. <laughs> and left me standing in the elevator. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then you, I mean, you would show up at my house every day. You'd be there when I woke up. Yeah, and, every day. And then you started traveling to gigs with me, and it was just horrible for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I moved to, I lived at uh, Bart McDonough, my best friend. I lived on his couch in Tribeca, and every day I would take the train up to your house and, and at like 9 in the morning. And yeah, I'd be there when you woke up, and then we traveled. We went to like 14 different cities. We went to Peoria, Baltimore, Providence, uh, all over the place. Um, Tampa. We went to Mexico. We went to Toronto. Wow. I even went to, I even went to France to interview Richard Belzer. Uh, you yeah, are dedicated a, to your art, my friend. <laughs> it was an undertaking. You were performing and, in Mexico? Uh, yeah. What was I doing in Mexico? <laughs> the, <laughs> the hell? That's where the cruise went. Oh, the uh, cruise. Oh, that's oh, that makes right. Sense. That's okay. right. Okay. Yeah, on the um, 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 uh, Impractical Jokers tour. Yeah, the comedy yeah. cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. we went down to Cozumel. And and uh, I I remember it was like you'd follow me around and I I couldn't I I, I couldn't stand you. <laughs> but I, but I'm too much of a pussy to say get away from me. I don't want a documentary made. Dara was just glad I was there to make sure you would eat. Yeah. Did you? No, did, the, it, go ahead, Neil. I always, I, I always wonder if it doesn't look real the way because it's just me. Like I did the light. There's no lighting. I would right. do the audio and I carry this big bag of gear. Around, no crew. So it doesn't look. It looks like a home video is being made. So I always wonder if that looks real. But I learned early on that the best way to get on Gilbert's side is to loosen him up. And the best way to do that is to either tell them a dirty story or <laughs> a dirty joke or talk about popular culture. So anytime we'd be in a room or out to eat, I'd always kick things off with a with a dirty story. <laughs> well, tell tell everyone the one about the photograph. Okay. So <laughs> sure enough, we're in Minnesota. And this is one of the dozens of hours Gilbert and I sat backstage in a dirty green room and, and didn't talk to each other for a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I wanted to ask him some questions, so I'm sitting there, and I remembered this photo I had seen, and I said, hey, Gilbert, have you ever seen that photo of uh, Marlon Brando blowing Wally Cox? And he, <laughs> That's an icebreaker. <laughs> his eyes lit up, and he looked at me, and he goes, they have this? <laughs> <laughs> and this is on camera. I'm shooting the entire time. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, yeah, it, it looks like Marlon Brando blowing some guy. And uh, I sit there, and then it occurs to me that I have the whole internet on my phone. And I said, and this is the only time Gilbert ever yelled at me. I said, do you want to see it? And he goes, yes. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Show me the photo. <laughs> goes, Why are you hiding that from me? <laughs> only you. Yeah. That's the, the way to a man's heart. Yeah. Is I to was... bring up Brando blowing Wally Cox. <laughs> No, you'd Get on be, his good side. You'd be surprised how popular it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then you you started to see like the dingy backstage areas. Oh man, that that was the big. I I had no idea what it's really like. You know, just like the the you know when Gilbert travels in a not like most comedians yes. at his level. <laughs> yes, yeah. we're aware. <laughs> I'm, the the first time we traveled, we went to Philadelphia, and I said, "Yeah, I'm going to go with Gilbert." And Derek said, "Okay." You need to get a Megabus ticket. 
And I said, what? And she goes, yeah, he's, he rides the mega bus. And that's like an $8 train ride. But what she, oh, what yeah. she said is she bus. goes, but yeah. don't, don't, don't tell Gilbert, but you need to pay three extra dollars to get the front seat because he likes to look out the window. <laughs> it's one of the best. The bus stuff is one of the best things in the movie. Yeah, it was so funny. We, we, got, we walked up there. And, you know, the, when you ride the mega bus, it's over by the West Side Highway, and there's no coverage. There's no – you just sit on the sidewalk, wait in line. And I said, Gilbert, what are you doing? It rains. And he goes, oh, well, they all know me here, so when I show up, they let me sit under the tent. <laughs> there's a moment in the film I have where Bill Burr, who's being interviewed, is yeah. saying, how the fuck does he ride the bus? Aren't the passengers saying – wasn't that Gilbert Gottfried? And sure enough, <laughs> a black girl on the bus pointing at him going, is yeah. that Gilbert Gottfried? Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, and, and when we pulled up, they all welcomed him with open arms. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about the green rooms, too, and you have that great line in the movie where you say that Rodney said, no matter how big you get. I, you have to enter through the kitchen. Yeah. Very telling. It, it's bizarre, man. You show up on the bus and the, the waitress comes into you there with her dingy car and her baby seat in the back and drives you to the hotel. And then you sit in the back of these green rooms. You do. You walk through the kitchen. In the back is you're, you're sitting next to crates full of lettuce and there's like a sweaty plate of cheese and <laughs> fruit. It's it's not If glamorous. you're lucky. Right. Gilbert asked for yeah, the, mo- the milkshake. Right, Gil? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, burger, the burger and the milkshake? Yeah. Oh, the potato skins, and and they uh, it, it it's so weird because I think people assume your your green room's going to be like Frank and Dean and Sammy, you know, like no, it, not not at all. It is not glamorous. Was it a that rude a awakening, Neil? You think I'm going to make this film about this world famous comedian? I'm going to travel in style. <laughs> oh, buying yeah, a no, mega was, bus ticket and was sweaty whole, cheese. Yeah, it was a whole storyline that I was not expecting. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a big part. The whole, there's a whole 10-minute scene at the beginning of the movie where we show Gilbert out on the road, and it's not what you'd expect at all. Yeah. Gil, did you actually try to talk him out of it? Was it just the one meal? Yeah. Did, you make, a, did I, you make a full court press to say this is a terrible idea? I, yeah, I, I thought in order to make a documentary, you, you either have had to have cured some diseases or, mm-hmm. or been dead for 20 years. And yeah, you, you you never said no or told me to stop. People ask that all the time. Like, was there anything off limits? But you never told me not to ask about things. You you know, there was never anything off limits or any any rules. It was always just I'd show up and we'd sit there and hang out for for a while. And there there's a scene in the movie where you follow me, where I did a benefit for St. Jude's Hospital. Oh yeah, it's very touching. With yeah, very odd. I mean. Yeah, it's, oddly enough, that I think that if if my memory is correct, I think that was the first week we shot because there was a moment where Dara said, "Come out and try it," and I shot for a week and then left for a while. And I think we went down to uh, Virginia, and you did that benefit. And I remember you didn't know me very well or what I was doing, but but that was there's a moment where you're incredibly nervous about doing this benefit for children with cancer, and of course. The guy that that goes on before you tells this heartbreaking story about his daughter, and the whole time you can tell that you're just racked with uh, nerves and anxiety, having to go up and do, you know, dick jokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that's a very real scene in the movie, and it, yeah, without I think that was very early on. 
We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. Yeah, I mean, I, at what point? And I watched it again yesterday, and it's 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 it's, it's even better the second time around, Neil. I have to say, there's just Thank you. Uh, through, through, no credit to Gilbert whatsoever. <laughs> all all credit to you and Dara. <laughs> But but and I know him a long time, and to see him opening up on camera the way he does and saying things like you know at, at one point you say you feel like you're in the twilight zone because if your 25 year old version of you came in oh yes. into the apartment he wouldn't recognize it or know what's going on or yeah. even recognize it as your life yeah how long did it take before you you gained his trust enough to have him start I I think if, looking at the footage like I, yeah I've talked to the editors about this because I ever, I'd go home every night and I would ship footage back to L A. And they said they remember like the voice changing and the eyes opening and the, the the stories becoming more sincere. About probably about two months in, uh, it took a it took a long time to. I think who knows? I think it just wore him down. Like eventually, he just didn't feel like performing and just said, "Oh, screw yeah. it! I'm just going to talk to this guy because he's not going away." So it was an endurance but, uh, test in a way. Yeah, and, yeah, and also you know like. His sisters, you know, I, I think Karen and even his sister Arlene, who I who I didn't know and, and met uh, very early on, didn't even know they existed. They kind of also gave him permission or gave me permission to ask certain things and talk about things. And and she supplied you with some early photographs and footage of my grandmother. Arlene, this is. Yeah. 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 Arlene I'll, Gottfried. Yeah, I'll say this. Uh, one of the joys of doing this, and I've done it three times now, and every time I've met someone who I would never have met had I not done this. And in this case, it's definitely your sister Arlene. Um, I hope everyone goes home and looks up Arlene Gottfried photos. She's yes, a they four, should. Four, yeah, a four times published uh, photographer who who took pictures of New York that don't exist. It's the bombed out, scary, like rubble of the Lower East Side. She was there shooting all of it. Uh, she's a gospel singer, uh, sweet, sweet, sweet person. Um, and yeah, one day I was talking to her and I, I said, hey, Arlene, I was online last night and I saw this short film about you uh, that Life Magazine put out, like honoring your career. I said, what is this footage of Gilbert and his grandmother and your mother? And she goes, oh yeah, I used to carry around a VHS camera back in the 90s. And I said, well, you know, I'm making a documentary about your brother. Can I can I have that footage? And it was about 40 hours of footage of Gilbert in his mother's apartment, mm-hmm. uh, eating dinner with Karen and Arlene, and, and at his grandmother uh, in the hospital or, or with a nursing home where she lived, really beautiful, amazing stuff. And uh, Grant, uh, Gilbert's grandmother is um, funny to say the least. That I think that's where the humor comes from. What What was her name, Gil? Was she Was uh, she genuinely funny? Oh, yeah, yeah. Her name was Minnie. Minnie. Yeah. There's the in that footage you can see that you're you're genuinely amused by her. Oh yeah, yeah. There are parts. Yes, she was very funny. You know what, and, what I didn't get I, I wanted to put it in the movie but I couldn't is that story about the ice cream cone? Oh yes, yes. We used to all go when we'd visit her at the home we'd take her out and one of our things to do was to go to this ice cream place and we'd all share like one ice cream cone. And uh I when it would get to the end I remembered when I still used to smoke grass, or as they call it now, weed or whatever they call it. <laughs> I, I, there was this thing when you get to the end of a joint, you'd go, oh, you'd hand it to the other guy and say, you want to kill it? And uh, so 
I used to, when it got to the end of the cone, I'd hand it to my grandmother and go, here, kill it. <laughs> and didn't she say it back to you? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. She used to say to me, after a while, when I get to the end of the cone, she'd go, you want me to kill it? <laughs> Minnie. Was it Minnie Gottfried or your mom uh, on your mom's uh, side? Oh, on my mom's side, Minnie Zimmerman. Minnie Zimmerman. It's great, also- Neil, how the family comes alive. In the yeah, film. I mean, you know, looking back, you know, you hear the interviews from Howard Stern, all those people that ask mm-hmm. these questions. I think this answers so many questions that fans of that show and even Howard Stern and people like that were asking the whole time. Like, who are these people? What are they like? What's it like when you go home? Because you meet his mother, you meet both of his sisters, you meet his father, and you, you learn about all of that stuff and you see it. Like, we're in those rooms with those people, that, that those rooms that Howard Stern's always asking him to describe sure. on that show. Sure. And and it begins with me walking into the Stern Show. And this time, you know, usually I'm at home when I was at the Stern Show. I'd walk in, we'd start doing crazy shit and laughing. And here I was creeped in and kept my head down. And and Stern was going, is this true? Yeah. You got married? Oh, yeah. It's a great opening. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it sort of sets it up. Like I think, especially your fans, he asks all the questions that they've always wanted to have answered, and then and hopefully we, you know, answer them throughout the course of the movie. And Arlene, I have to say, is is she's one of the best parts of the film. I mean, you not only get the stories from Arlene, you know, the stories of your childhood. I mean, she's the only person there that has that really has yeah. really offering access to that. But the, but then the photography must have been such a pleasant surprise to you. Oh my Neil, god! To, to, like, to have this, this then you've got this visual world to work with. Yeah, it, it was unbelievable. Like I, like I said, the first day we go there, and she pulls out these books and said, "These are this is my photography." And I, this, this beautiful gospel choir and these Lower East Side photos and Coney Island, these amazing pictures um, uh, that that she was that she'd been taking all all these years. Yeah, it was really it was unbelievable. And she was a gospel singer. Yep, a, a wonderful lady and a Renaissance woman. Much more likable than you, Gail, I have to say. <laughs> and she was she was also there when your grandmother outed you. Oh, oh yeah, there's one part oh, yeah. where my, my grandmother goes, but he's a homosexual. <laughs> Did she really believe that? Yeah, I I think jokingly oh, Lord. she probably asked me if I had a girlfriend and something and I said, No, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> That's what I want to know. What happened to the yoga? <laughs> well, I, pictures of you doing yoga. Yeah. It's very impressive. You look like uh, a contortionist. Yeah. The funniest part about it is I couldn't really, I never took yoga, but that was an actual yoga position where you get in a lotus position, cross your legs, cross your arms behind yeah. your back and grab your feet. Well, you're obviously double jointed even to be able to do oh, that. Oh, I used to be so flexible back then. Now, now looking at the picture, I'll, I'll break a bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were all twisted up. But yeah, we have the photo evidence of that. The other thing that involved Arlene, too, that's so touching in the movie, too, is when you go back to what I assume, uh, was it President Street? Oh, yes. What I assume you go you go back and you, you're looking through the door. Yeah. And you see your dad's sign. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is just, it's a, it's a real sweet moment. Still there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we, we went back to their the childhood home where they, where they all grew up and uh, 
looked inside, and the only remnant was this hand-drawn sign that your dad, your father, had drawn inside the building. Tell, tell us a tell answer a question for us, Neil, too, that I'm sure you've been asked about about the process of making a film like this. I mean, how much footage did you shoot? How, in terms of, I guess, time. Yeah, I, the I, we're told that it's about 400 hours of footage. 400 down, hours of footage. So it's a night. Go ahead. It's whittled down to 98 minutes. <laughs> so it'd be a naive question to say to ask, does this come together in the editing room? Obviously, it does. Uh, it absolutely does. I mean, James Lesh, Jake Hostetter, they they sat in a room together for eight months and cut this thing. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't happen quickly, but you're whittling through all that. And, you know, it comes down to like frames and just a couple seconds here and there. Um, and then things happen. You know, we, did, we didn't know certain parts of the story that are revealed later on. So so there are surprises in the editing room where you're looking at the footage, and even though you shot it, you you, you, you don't know, oh, my God, I've got this wonderful thing here. And, and you're putting a puzzle together, aren't you? It's absolutely a puzzle. I mean, you kind of know, like, you know, it's, it's the story of Gilbert's life and career, but it's more about his life now. So things kind of reveal themselves over time, and you discover things. And like I said, especially in, in the case of Arlene, we learned things throughout the process and got to see things and got to experience things with her. Um, and that all unfolded over the course of the nine months. You look back, and I've talked to Gilbert about this. Like, this movie was shot and made. It couldn't be done again. Like, it just could, physically it could not be done again. It was this one window in time where everything happened like it was supposed to. Uh, not supposed to, but every, everything happened right there. I mean, it's 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 pretty amazing how it all came together. Kind of a moment. You you captured a, a moment in time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, especially, again, like, not to dwell on it, but um, with Gilbert's sister and Arlene, I'm yes. so, so happy that I got a camera in front of her when I did and got to capture yes, that. Yes, and now, now it's nice to have that footage of her. Mm-hmm. Gilbert, do you have any compassion for these strangers that had to sit in a room and go through four over four hundred hours of your life? And, and I and you know we've got like Lewis Black commenting yeah. and Artie yeah. Lang, Everybody. and Howie Mandel, a bunch of people. Bill Burr, David oh. Tell, Susie Essman, Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi yeah. and Jeff Ross, and Joy and, and Joy and Pendulette. and Lewis was sitting next to me at the screening, and I tell you, he was howling. Really, he was so happy. Wow. I wish you could have. Uh, I good. wish you could have seen the look on his face. My favorite thing is that comics like it, because uh, us- yeah. usually films about comedy, they can't stand. Because you know, you know what the the business and the life is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the whole time I was telling Dara, I said, you know, I really just want comics to like it, and she would say, don't you want millions of people to see it? And I'd say, yeah, but I want comics to like it. Because if they like it, then we did a good job. And and I remember you'd always say that the Joan Rivers doc like set the bar for documentaries oh, yeah. about comics. So yeah, and also when I would like a great pleasure was talking to these comedians about uh, Gilbert and about comedy. And I remember that when I would leave, they would all say some version of, "Hey, don't screw this up. We like Gilbert a lot. Like pressure's on." Uh, and they, so they let me know. But, oh, that's um, sweet. Yeah, they all wanted to be good, and they all they've all come out of the woodwork to say how much they like it. I mean, I think Howie Mandel called you and Artie Lang have all called you to say how much they like it. So Yeah, and, and Artie and Howie were all saying, anything you want us to do to plug the film, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it also, you know, it's it's funny, Neil. It's the, the film ends up being about so many things. It's obviously about, about Gilbert's life. It's obviously about F- Gilbert's family. It's the love story with Dara. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it it also is about comedy. It's also about the risks 
of comedy. It's also about how Gilbert has been this high wire act all these years and doing risky comedy and the price that you pay when the Affleck thing happens, which is very, very well handled in the film. There's so many dimensions to the movie. There's something for everybody is, I guess, what I'm saying. It's a cliche, but true here. Definitely, yeah. And that's been the nice thing. We Like... We've been testing this movie or these ads online, and we over the weekend we got an incredible response from uh, a women like only focused on women. Like they loved what they saw, uh, which was not unexpected. <laughs> um, and like, oh, uh, and I'm, we, I I should take now to announce I am getting a divorce. <laughs> And I'm available. You're going to capitalize <laughs> yes. on, the, on, the, on the heat? <laughs> yeah. She, your, your wife, I'd like to point out to our listeners that Dara's giving you the finger <laughs> through the glass. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Like we've, it's got the relationship with his parents. It's got the yeah, everything. Take, take on that. It's got, we talk about Affleck. We talk about too soon. We talk about all those things. And I, I was on a radio show recently where the host said, you know, his wife couldn't stand me. And he goes, I want you to watch the documentary anyway. And and uh, he turned and looked at her and said, you adore him now, right? Wow. And, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. That's I can see that. Story. You come across, you owe this man a debt of gratitude. <laughs> because I you, come across as almost human. Almost. <laughs> uh, as, 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 as sweet and, and, and uh, you know, and, and good hearted and genuine. And, there, and the stuff where, where Dara's talking about, and I hope I'm not giving anything away for the people that haven't seen it, but where Dara's talking about the Aflac situation and saying, he's not cruel. He didn't do this to be cruel. It's the, it's the psychological defense that he has, the way that he deals with tragedy. Uh, it's, yeah. it's very, very humanizing on, on, a, on a lot of levels. Yeah, we really wanted to show that relationship with Dara and the kids um, who are – the kids are amazing. Oh, They're Lily amazing. Uh, Lily has yeah. some great moments. Oh, my God, yeah. yes. She has some great moments. Yeah. And Frank, you're in it. Frank's in it. Also. It's my best feature work. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank and, you. Well, I like you in Schindler's List, <laughs> I was good. too. Yeah. I was good in When Six yeah. You Get Egg Roll. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a highlight of my career, of my life, uh, was being three feet from Gilbert and Dick Van Dyke singing Put on a Happy How Face. How about that? Huh? That was, Which is what a movie. moment. How about that? Yeah, yeah you, you shot a bunch of podcasts. Oh, yeah, I shot a whole lot, yeah. And um, you, Chevy? Richard, yeah, a few of them made it in. Chevy, Richard Kind, and Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, that's why I mean the movie is there's, there's just there's a million things going on and in, in I, this movie. I remember uh, just recently someone was talking who knows Lewis Black, and she said, "Oh, he takes a, a bus everywhere." And Dara said, "Oh, so does Gilbert." <laughs> but see, his bus. Has a bathroom and a sauna. <laughs> yeah, yeah Whoopi has a bus and, like that. Yeah, and yeah. a dining yeah. area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's not squeezed in <laughs> with a bunch of strangers. <laughs> with people from the Kiwanis. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, and, the other... We, go ahead. So as I say, we are putting... A lot of these moments we're talking about that aren't in the movie, we are going to put them online somehow, some way. There's a an extended cut coming out on the DVD or on Vimeo or something later on that's got 45 more minutes of all this wild, crazy stuff. Oh, great. Um, things that couldn't, just didn't make it in. Yeah. Like me me pointing out pennies to Gilbert and things like that. <laughs> Th- things that and, you hated to cut out? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and there's one moment that I'm sure the audience looks at and says, oh, this had to have been set up, and it wasn't. 
Uh, I was playing a gig in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And staying at a big resort. And they were having a war reenactment. And, Every war. Uh, yeah. And, and, but I, I, my favorite, of course, World War II. I walk <laughs> in and the Nazis couldn't have been nicer. <laughs> they, they're, they're taking selfies with me. They all saw a problem child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it, you, you, I I don't want to ruin it, but you'll see in the movie. After we did those selfies during the day, I said, you know, you guys are good guys. If you want to come to the show tonight, just come on out. I didn't know they would go in full Nazi regalia. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're there with the swastika armbands and the army, and, and they're clinking their glasses. <laughs> <laughs> They're daiquiris. Yeah, it looked like Berlin. <laughs> when, when do you, when do you know, Neil? This is a this is a strange question, but when do you know you're shooting? How many hours of footage? Four hundred. About four hundred. About yeah. four hundred. I mean, and and weeks into it, months into it, when do you start to know you've made two other films? You've been down this road before. When do you start to to hit the sweet spot? When do you when do you allow yourself to say to yourself, "I think I've got something here." All of them. All of them have you. You kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. Beyond halfway through, you like do. You're, you're 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 reaching around in the dark for the first half of the process, not knowing where it's going to go or what you're going to do, and then something happens where it all kind of clicks, and then it goes downhill from there. Um, and then the, it all comes together in that last month, but definitely halfway through, you're still trying to find your way and figure out what this thing's about. Yeah, especially when you're, especially like again, the movie is about his life and career, but it's about his life now. And we don't live in stories. We don't, you know, our lives aren't stories. So I was just following him until a story happened. So. And uh, another favorite thing in the movie, and I won't give too much away either, but is uh, is 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 Dara um, uh, trying to explain for the audience what shall I call it uh, to be tactful? You're collecting. Oh yes. Oh boy. <laughs> Hoarding. <laughs> and it's ab- yeah. absolutely fascinating. I mean, too, it's a psychological portrait of of a of a very uh, interesting. You have a very interesting uh, uh, psychological makeup. Yeah, I've got millions of hotel shampoos, hand lotions, <laughs> uh, yeah. everything. And Neil very cleverly made those the the, the favors at the screening. Yes. they gave out they gave out complimentary soaps and, yeah, and if shampoo. You, if your audience doesn't know, Gilbert's uh, somewhat frugal. Uh, he, oh, uh, I don't know where they <laughs> would get that idea. And, and yeah, Gilbert, uh, sorry, Dara showed me all the, the secret stash. There was one time in, in Los Angeles, and I've got video of this, and we'll put it up. After a show, it was Gilbert's birthday, and they said, Gilbert, we got you these donuts. And it was a bunch of donuts that said, happy birthday, Gilbert, on them. And instead of being like happy and thankful, he was distressed, like really stressed out by this. And I said, Gilbert, what's wrong? And he goes, how am I going to get these donuts back to New York? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Oh, gosh. And I shoved them into my suitcase, and when I got to New York, it was unrecognizable what they once were. Well, yeah, there's a, there's a scene of you going through the luggage, and you're like, oh, and you know, and here, here's some cookies. Yeah. There's some, some Fig Newtons, things you don't want to part with. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. We were, we were at Big J Okerson's house, and I'll put this footage out because I shot the whole thing. He offers him a glass of wine, and Gilbert says, yeah, but do you have, like, a paper cup? And he goes, yeah, I have a paper cup. So he goes, okay, pour it in there. And he goes, okay, do you have, like, a lid you can put on that? And it was a Starbucks cup, and he goes, yeah, I can put this lid on it. And Gilbert goes, okay, now tape that up. He goes, are you you getting this wine to go? Yes! 
Who gets wine to go? <laughs> oh, hilarious. Neil, there's so much to like about this movie. As I said, it's, a, it's about comedy. It's a, it's a romance. It's about this strange cat sitting next to me, this very eccentric man. Suddenly I've turned into Sammy. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, this strange cat. Daniel, <laughs> it's it's poignant. Uh, like I said, it's about it's about risk taking. It's about your your journey as a comic. And people have told me that there were parts they were laughing, but more surprising, there were parts they were crying. Yeah, the, a, a great review we got um, was from Doug Benson, the comic. Oh, we know said, Doug. Yeah, yeah. He said it was the sweetest and filthiest movie he'd ever seen. Imagine. Thought, oh, all right, that's great. That's Imagine. it in a nutshell. <laughs> and what did Judd Apatow say? He loved it too. Judd Judd loved it. He oddly moving. Um, that's the that's the been the biggest comment. You know, Ira Glass said he knew he would laugh at a Gilbert Doc, but didn't know he would cry. Um, so we we covered all the bases, I think. Gil, aren't you glad you said yes? I uh, <laughs> never did. Never, you should. He never still yes. hasn't. He at still hasn't. No. <laughs> is it? Is it? I watched you. Uh, you, uh, you were sitting in the theater. You were a couple of seats away from me at the screening. And and uh, are you still uncomfortable looking I, at your life I on the screen? Picture. I've I've said it a few times. For me, I picture what hell must be like. You die, you go to hell, and you're forced to watch your life. Yeah. <laughs> and and I can't imagine anything more painful. Is it becoming a little less painful with each viewing? I yeah, it's still. Yeah. Still. There are some parts I like and other parts where I go, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's life. Yeah. That's yeah. your life. In in a, in a nutshell, Neil, it's a, it's a great picture, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a friend, and I'm not just saying that because I'm in it. It's entertaining for for Gilbert fans. I think it's obviously it's made some converts. Oh yes, yes, good. Yeah. So uh, it's a must see. It really is. Thank you. And and you say, uh, Neil, that I'm going to be getting a lot of pussy from this. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, Was that your writer? Yes. <laughs> That's the thing people don't know about documentary film. A lot of chicks are out there. Yeah, really? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Errol it's... Morris is getting laid like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Ken Burns is getting blown in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> in black and white and in Civil War outfits. With narration. On. Yes. <laughs> by Orb. There's, there's a slow zoom foot. in on it. <laughs> and and the re- reviews from the reviewers have been amazing. So yeah, knock wood. It's gone. It's gone pretty well so far. Okay, so give us the specifics again. All right, November third at IFC Center on Sixth Avenue in New York City. That's the big one. Everyone, please come out. Oh, and that night it's going to be me and Gilbert and Dara hosted by Ira Glass. Yep, he's going to be hosting our Q and As. Uh, and then the next weekend we're going to be in Los Angeles at the Lemley Fine Art uh, and the Lemley Monica. Uh, me, Gilbert, Dara, and Howie Mandel is going to host that one. Uh, and then also, uh, October 31st, tune into the Colbert, uh, Stephen Colbert show. Um, Gilbert's going to be on that promoting the movie. Oh, yes. Terrific. Yeah. That's a lot of press, yeah. Gottfried. Oh, yeah. And then I'll go back to being a total unknown. <laughs> <laughs> back to the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Now, this has been a real thrill. Like this is this is a big deal to me, and Gilbert's a big deal in the comedy world. Been doing it forty five years now, so there was a lot of pressure. But I'm glad people have received it well and like it. And now that the comics like it, I hope the fans like it. Hope fans like it. Hope people that don't 
like Gilbert like it. Um, I hope everyone likes it, but uh, I'm very happy to have done it. I dare say, you know, there are people, when you say Gilbert Gottfried, and there are people who say, oh, he's he's a little on the abrasive oh, side. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to get into the mindset of somebody who isn't a Gilbert fan seeing this movie. I think you will have even more converts. Yeah. I really do. Because and you come across so goddamn likable, I don't know how he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Deserves an Oscar and a, and a Pulitzer. Yeah, it's like you're better at special effects than George Lucas. <laughs> it's a, it's a, in that sense, it's a miraculous piece of work. Yeah. Thank you, Neil. Uh, oh, and thank you. at a Go screening, I'm... Oh, Paul geez. Williams. Paul Williams. I knew where you were screening. going. screening, Paul Williams was there, and he watched it. And at the end, he comes up to me, hugs me, and goes, I love you even more now. <laughs> <laughs> a, a man who knows what it's like to be followed around by documentary. Oh, yes. By yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. It was, was yeah. also uncomfortable. Terrific doc. Neil, it's wonderful. Very excited to see what happens. Go to GilbertMovie.com to find out more and follow us on all the social media. Wonderbar. Third IFC. Thank you, Gilbert. I know you hate the thought of it, but you're an icon. Aye. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and and I do. And you put it in the movie. Uh, I I do always compare it. What scares me is because it's like that scene in Wizard of Oz. Like, don't look at the man behind the curtain. Well, I yep. think I think this peek behind the curtain is is uh, is satisfying. And, and well worth the journey. We'll see how Neil feels when he spends a little bit more time around you. <laughs> yeah. And thanks. Thank you, Dara Gottfried. For thank you, Dara. Thank you, Neil. And thank you. so we've been talking to filmmaker of a film called Gilbert, a documentary on Gilbert Gottfried. And uh, that's coming out November 3rd in New York and November 10th in L.A. in selected theaters. And uh, this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsession. Neil, see you soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.